The information contained in this podcast is provided for your general information only. It does not give medical advice or engage in the practice of medicine. This massage podcast under no circumstances recommends particular treatment for specific individuals and in all cases recommends that you consult your physician or local treatment center before pursuing any course of treatment. Hello and welcome to the Massage Podcast. This is episode 18. My name is Elaine Calenda. I'm here with Jorge Cisneros, our producer. Dawn Atkins is having a little break this week, so she won't be joining us today. Episode 18, we've been uh, uh, podcasting now for quite a, uh, some time, and uh, sounds like we got little piggies on the line, so bear with us uh, get our technical uh, things. Today I'm very excited. To, it's uh, April 14th. Um, day before tax day, so don't forget. And we are here in Boulder, Colorado, chatting live with Michael Moore. We'll be on with him in a minute. And this is Michael Moore, massage therapist, not the movie guy. Uh, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, uh, send us a text message. Our number is 303-656-9860. Or you can send us, send us an email at www.massagepodcast.com. Uh, or come chat with us live during our live recordings, or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Okay, thanks very much for joining us today. I'm very excited about our guest. He was a graduate of the uh, Boulder College of Massage Therapy. He was a student of mine way back when we were both little kids, and um, I convinced him to take a few minutes out of his very, very busy day here uh, out there in Boston, Massachusetts, to come and talk with us today. And I want to just say that this show is going to be dedicated to those guys out there, to those male massage therapists that think they can't succeed in this business or that it's somehow more difficult for them because Michael is a living example of just how successful or wonderful male massage therapists can be in this profession. Hello, Michael. Hi, Elaine. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. It's good to hear from you. And um, thanks so much for taking... I know you're very busy, and it took us a while to, to be able to get an appointment with you today, but I do appreciate you coming on the line with us. And uh, we're very anxious just to you know hear your story, your opinions about <clears throat> anything you want to talk about, massage-related, because it's all educational, it's all helpful. Okay, so um, when, when was it that you went to school for massage therapy? Uh, well, I, I went to the, the BCMT... In 1996, um, I was right out of the Air Force then, so it was, it was really a culture shock for me. <laughs> yeah, from the Air Force to massage school. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was I was a I was a military policeman uh, for a little over four years, and um, and I went out there, and it was uh, it was it really was quite a shock, quite an, quite an eye opener, but it was it was a welcomed one. I went there. I got turned on to BCMT when I was. 18 years old, I was stationed in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and um, I was a missile jockey. Basically, I was security for the um, for the nukes out there, and um, very very different for an 18 year old Bostonian to go out to you know, Cheyenne, Wyoming. So I would venture down to, to Boulder, where the action was as a young kid, and I um, I met this old Vietnam vet doing chair massage on the on the Pearl Street Mall, <laughs> and I had you know. 
I was a kid that grew up in Quincy. If anyone knows about Boston, I grew up in the projects in Quincy, and I didn't. I didn't really know much uh, about massage. I had a few massages um, from motorcycle accidents, and whatnot that I had when I was a teenager, and I didn't know that I could make a living at it. I didn't know that men did it. I had no idea. It wasn't was my experience. And when I was down there getting a chair massage by this gentleman who just exuded this um, positivity, I mean, he, he was an old Vietnam vet, been through his own war personally and, uh, you know, for the country. And he, he, he turned me on to it. He said, listen, if, yeah, I, I actually was busting his chops a little bit being a male massage therapist. And he smacked me in the side of my head as I was in the chair. I don't suggest that for anybody <laughs> to smack your clients in the side of the head. But he said, son, you know, throughout his bravado, Mm-hmm. chest, you know, he said, son, you know, if you're lucky enough to get into this school, the Air Force will help you to pay for it. And, you know, I went into the Air Force as a cop because I was such a, I was such a wild kid growing up that I wanted to redeem myself <laughs> and help some other poor little, poor little guy out like I was. And um, when I was getting the body work, I thought, wow, this is more of my personality. And I just thought, I, I thought it was such a healing uh, property that I wanted in my life. And I just thought it was a cool, cool thing. And he uh, encouraged me to do it. And he did talk about how it's difficult for men, but if you're good at what you do and you have passion about it, you know, you can do anything, really. And I knew that from my life experience so far. And, and I checked it out, and you guys took the GI Bill, which I'm very, very forever grateful for that you guys were able to do that. And, and uh, when I got out of the Air Force, that's where I went. And um, immediately, um, I was... In our very first class, I believe, was um, movement class. And um, I, can rem- I can remember sitting there with my high and tight haircut. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the I forget who taught it, um, but she, we're all in a circle talking about why we're there. It's our very first class. And I figured they're going to teach me efficiently how to move around the table. Uh-huh. And little did I know, you know, she asked me to get up and do some creative movement. And, you know, all the hairy-legged hippies out there in Boulder were doing their <laughs> flash dance. And I was, you know, crapping my pants because I was embarrassed for you guys, you know. And I thought, you know what? So I'm in the corner doing push-ups. And that was my state of movement. And, that, and that's where I was. That's honestly God, true story. You know, the following week, I was, I was doing my little uh, fancy dance, too. And so it was really, it was good medicine for me personally. You know, it opened doors and... and uh, and, and I fell in love with it. I thought it was wonderful. Good people doing good things. That's right. Well, it didn't take you long to take to it like a you know a duck to water. I mean, you had a natural ability right from the beginning. And and as you say, it is not just your what you do with your hands and your technique, but it's your personality. I mean, uh, you exude charm right away. You make people feel comfortable, and uh, you don't put on any pretenses. You know, you don't. You never had to because you're just who you are. So I think the personality. Uh, is very important to all therapists, male or female. You know, you got to have a decent personality. You got to be at least uh, the kind of person somebody wants to spend an hour with. You know, all right. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I, I definitely, I, I have twelve therapists that work for me, and a lot of them are new to the, you know, to the field, and they're scared. And um, one thing that that you and Keith um, Styles taught me a long time ago was confidence. And even just faking it till I made it, even though I might not have known the whole ins and outs about everything, I just needed to, to be confident with what I was doing because we were, we were helping people. It's just that simple. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, if, and if you're real with your own life experiences, I think that people pick up on that. They can smell a fire a mile away. <laughs> if it's, for those of you that don't know a Boston accent. Uh, he just said fart. Know. Okay, I'll try and <laughs> translate there. Now, you said that they're scared. You said scared. Mm-hmm. So scared means scared. Okay, we got it. So fart, scared, and fart. Go ahead, Michael. So what did you do after that? I mean, you had your good education at Boulder. Uh, yeah. And that we got you started, but you really you really took off, man. I was hearing news about you every year, and it just kept getting better. So Yeah. Honestly, when I was a student, what I basically did was, I, you know, there are no free lunches. All right. So um, I know that. And basically, when I was a student, I busted my butt uh, giving away massages. And with the hopes of, of people returning and paying. And I did that a lot. I busted my ass. I was working three jobs when I was there. And I had the GI Bill. And I was doing free massage clinic and, and whatnot. And so I just basically, my interest wasn't energy work. I wasn't that evolved yet. I couldn't feel meridians. I just wasn't there. But I, I love the whole sports massage idea. I love the whole orthopedic massage idea. I could really put my hands on I could figure it out relate to it and people knew that it wasn't you know I believed and I was passionate about it and people understood that and I felt comfortable and so it attracted other folks and if I walked around like just coming here it's, I'm in the public garden right now it's a beautiful day in Boston and I could sit here and worry about crap and have my head down and it's going to attract other negativity it's going to attract people not wanting to you know have a conversation or look but if I'm kind of have a shitty grin on my face like I know something it attracts a lot of cool things coming my way. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was with massage. I kind of had to fake it where I learned it. I didn't have a lot of experience. But when I graduated, I, I really haven't made less than $1,000 a week since I graduated because I put the footwork in to just meet people, give away just a half-hour massage so you can see what I can do. And that's something that you guys taught me. You'd say, just come see what I can do and exude that confidence. Even though I might not know everything, I know a little something. And I, and I always remembered you guys said, don't worry about taking all these extracurricular classes. Just work what you know. And you know what? I've been doing this almost 15 years. And I'm, I've taken a bunch of classes. I'm ART certified. I've taken some other classes. I'm taking a kinesiotaping class in a couple of weeks. And I'm not quite sure what that's all going to be about. But I just started taking some more classes. Really, I've just kind of worked what I, what I was taught at, in school. And, and I networked with people. And I hate that word, networking. You know, it's kind of like, it's just... You know, I'm rebellious by nature, so that, you know, you get together and do these meetings and all that crap. I just basically sought out chiropractors, trainers, hairdressers are huge. Yeah. If I, and that has built a huge part of my hands on somebody. They're telling you their whole life story. Mm-hmm. And hairdressers, um, if you take care of a hairdresser, a high-end hairdresser, anybody, low-end, you name it, um, it'll it'll come back. Yeah. So you've uh, been uh, a massage therapist how, how many years? We've kind of lost that. Um, 14, 14, 15, 14. Like, 14. Yeah, almost, yeah. Yeah. Now, when I when I went out to see you, it was about three years ago, right? I visited you and your, and uh, you took me for a cup of coffee. It's the first thing you said. Is Lane, you want to go and have a cup of coffee, Lane? Uh, let me buy you a cup of coffee. And you took me to your building, and I didn't know it was even your building because we were just standing in the Starbucks there. And uh, you and we get to the, you know, you order your drink and you get to the end of the counter. And there I see, which I've never seen in any other Starbucks anywhere, uh, your, your brochures, a little, uh, a little stand with your brochures. And I said to you, how the heck did you get Starbucks people 
to let you put their, your brochure here. And what did you say I, to me? I I listen, I can't believe that you remember that. That is so funny. And everyone busts my chops here because I'm... I, okay, so basically, here's what I do. I talk to everybody. <laughs> and I, I hate to say that I'm a salesman. I hate that because I'm not. A salesman is a dirty word. But if you're real, you go in for your cup of coffee and you got a smile on your face. The person at the coffee shop, they're miserable. They're not making a lot of money. So you start shooting the breeze with them and you let them know what you do. And I've passed out, I pass out five, I still pass out five cards a day minimum. It doesn't matter where, if I I'll leave it in a coffee shop, I'll leave it, and I'll put it on someone's uh, car window. It doesn't, I'll put it everywhere. I pass out five a day. And it's so funny, if you go to my, my you know, more massage of the Facebook um, page, and um, it shows my 10-year-old daughter standing in line during the, she goes to Catholic school, and she's in line about to do this play thing. And she just smiles. She looks so cute. She pulls her car, She pulls out one of my business cards out of her Catholic school outfit. It's like it's like I paid her to advertise for me. She just gets it. She's just being real and being funny. So just <laughs> what I did. Basically, what I did was I just passed out cards to all the Starbucks folks, and and I said, "Come up for fifteen minutes. Let me work on your feet. I know you're tired. Look at you. You know." I'd, and, and I'll stand in line. I'll see someone rubbing their neck. I'll say, come upstairs for 10, 15 minutes. And, and just became buddies with them. And um, that's then also the manager wants to help me out. You know, right. if, if, you, if you're doing good work, people want to help you out. If, mm-hmm. You know, and she, they totally could have gotten trouble for that, but they still do it to this day. <laughs> you go around here in Boston, you'll see a lot of my stuff um, in different coffee shops. All right. I mean, you know. It's, it is true. What you say is it, you talk to people and you look like a person that somebody might like to smile back at. You have a terrific smile. You've got good charisma. Uh, these are things that you, you're just born with. But, but at the same time, uh, you came out of the military. You were a little closed up. So I think what we did was help you open up. And once you opened up and stopped being afraid of people, stopped being afraid to smile and say hi to somebody, um, they really, you know, like to be people like to be around people that look good, feel good, and um, and just right. behave really nicely. I mean, we have, there's so I don't know about you, but in Boston, I haven't spent much time there. But you know, I grew up in New York. Nobody looks at anybody. You look at somebody, you get your your face smacked in. So yeah. I was pretty closed off too, and I couldn't I couldn't dance around the room in front of people for many years. You know, now they can't stop me. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, right. But making that uh, making that turn from one way of behaving to another is really put the money in your pocket because people want to be around you. You're a nice guy. You're a lot of fun Absolutely. to be with. But also, you, you don't put on pretenses. Like I said before, you're just very real. And then when you put your hands on someone and they feel that, the, you know, how nice you are, the way you touch people, that this is not totally clinical. It's not creepy. But it's this wonderful way that you touch people, and they think, wow, this will be great for me. This is good for me, and he's telling me the truth. So tell us now. It, yeah, go ahead. It, it, it's totally true. I just worked on a gentleman who was my first-time client, totally blue-collared, and he's from Quincy. And it, uh, it looks like he did some time. I mean, he's pretty rough. <laughs> you know, he looks like my Uncle Bob. So <laughs> he came in, and he's wearing his summer teeth, you know, some here, some there. And so he, he, comes, he came in today, and he's like, I'm dying. My back's killing me. This person uh, referred me to you. And, and so, especially being a guy. So, a guy with guys, right? So, I'm a guy's guy. Guys come in, and most of them, you know, they don't want you touching them because they're so close. Boston's pretty behind. They've they really made the stride in the last 
uh, 13 years that I've been here, but it, it's it's still, um, it's not Boulder, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, to, to, to get a blue-collar guy into it, you know, these old thoughts that have been a bricklayer the whole life, you know, like, geez, I wish I found you 30 years ago who would have saved my ass, you know, with this injury or that injury. And so that's mm-hmm. really a cool thing that we can turn people on to that, where the taking because the ripple effect of what we do is huge. Speaking of that, so... And this might sound a little funny, you know, with the whole Boston Catholic thing, but I, I work on this one particular priest, right? And he, um, love this guy. He's a good guy. I like him. He, he said something to me very sincere, very honest, and, and it, it really is, uh, it means a lot to me. It's, this is why I do this. He said, he said, you know, the reason why, he said, what you do for me allows me to help hunt. He said, you don't understand the ripple effect of what you do for me, how I can help hundreds and hundreds of other people that are standing on the front lines, that are thinking about, just tough life stuff. Some of them are just really sick. Some of whatever's going on in their life, mm-hmm. and I love that. And what, what does he do? I'm, what does he do? He's a Catholic priest. Catholic priest. God bless him. <laughs> yeah, for coming right? for massage. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And the, and you better believe those guys work their uh, their uh, they work hard. Yeah, that's right. I grew up across the street from the rectory. You know, I knew those guys, and they you know they really they sacrificed their whole life for everybody else. You know that the fact that you can, uh, like, you're, when you say you're a man's man, you you know, and working with men, I mean, uh, it's hard. You know, for, say that it, there's some challenges to being a male in this mostly female profession. It's like being a male nurse; everybody gives you a hard time. But again, push, right. pushing past that, I mean, that's what that's what I've watched for the last uh, thirty years. Um, my male students leave the school with that same apprehension, but many of them do really well because they came in, they have the right stuff, you know, and it's very important that to heal our society where, you know, men have had the reputation of being the predator, the perp, the, you know, um, the, the, even the fathers that, you know, don't want to touch their children, the guys, uh, the soldiers of which, you know, that are afraid to touch for one reason or another, either they're going to hurt somebody or they, you know, they're not trusted. Uh, and I think this is a very healing thing that men go out in our society and become nurses and become massage therapists. And, and so we can get rid of the stigma and get people touching each other again in a safe way. You know, so I just got to commend you, all you guys for getting out there and having the guts to, to break through those stereotypes and and to and to uh, you know change people's thinking about the whole idea of being touched by a man, whether you're male or female, for Pete's sake, you know. So. That's right. It's it, 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 it's huge. You know, you mentioned the kids. You mentioned um, I have a father of two. I have a ten year old daughter, and I have a one year old son. And just the, the bond and the connection that I'm able to to have with my kids because of massage. I mean, it's it, it's. I mean, you women get the boobs. We have the, you know, you guys connect with the kids with the boobs. We have the hands, and it's just wonderful. Yeah. It's a wonderful way mm-hmm. of connecting. And, um, you know, the safety factor is huge. So as a male, I get a lot of people, first-time folks will come in, and I had this one lady. She's so funny. I think she's from Ecuador. She, um, her, she didn't speak English. Her daughter brought her in. She had wicked sciatic pain, and she, was whole, she wouldn't get undressed. She was holding her rosary beads, and so, and I heard she wanted her daughter in the session, and that's fine. I'm just grateful that she came to the to the session, and I just got to do some tennis stretching with her piriformis, and, and and you know work work with her, 
And, you know, she told the daughter within 10 minutes to leave the room. She's going to get undressed so she can... I, you know, it just really breaks down a lot of fears. That's a lot, right. of, But you have to be safe. You have to present that safe. I'm a safe guy. It's okay. You're always going to be covered. That's the area being worked on. Real simple things that you guys teach in schools. Uh, you know, draping is important. You always, you just... But don't spend a year draping. You know, get in there, do it, and it's done. Okay. And, and, this, and, exactly right. And this is where I told my class this morning... My class this morning, I've been drilling them on the one-two drape and not to fuss around with the drape and everything. And I got to tell you, for the, for the first time really practicing that today, they did a great job. And I told them I was going to mention them on my uh, podcast today because they did a great job with the lymphatic drainage. I mean, you know, that's not an easy technique to learn, especially when you've been learning deep to medium deep techniques. And they were fluffing and buffing and pumping and scooping and it was fantastic. So thanks, you guys. It was great to watch you today. So I had to just put in a plug for my class today, Michael. All right. That's great. Uh, so you're always doing that. Now, listen, you left us. Uh, you hung around Boulder for a while because we used to hang out because you're a fun guy. Then you took yeah, off. You yeah. went back to Boston and you and you just became an amazing success. Uh, give it, Run down the timeline for us and what and what you did out there when you got back. Okay. So when I left. Um, I actually went up to Vail for a ski. I figured, you know, I'm out here. Might as well be a ski bum for a minute. And I was up in Vail, uh, living there, working at the Vail Athletic Club. Great place to work. Great people. I believe Lisa was the manager there. She's a great lady. And um, that was a long time ago. And she, um, my mother got sick. And I've never seen my mother sick, ever. I mean, she raised two boys, and uh, she was sick. And so I, I went back home, like, in 24 hours. She had emergency carotid artery surgery. We almost lost her and all this stuff. So I I figured, you know what, I haven't been home in years um, to live. So I went back home to be with my mother. And um, I started working in this one spa. And um, I really wasn't a spa person, but I needed an income. And it's a, it was a high-end spa. I just associated myself with basically winners. I was looking at places that were high-end, busy. I, I wanted, a, 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 you know, the urban lifestyle. So, you know, everything within a walking distance. And so I went to this one place and I just started busting my hump from meeting people. You know, I was an employee. I wasn't even an independent contractor. I was an employee. So, but I... You know, I like to take pride in what I do. So, uh, and that's probably, you know, the military experience of, you know, uh, paying attention to detail and um, taking pride and, and dressing for success. That's a really, that's a big thing that I, I can't uh, say enough. If you look like a slob, right, you, you, look, like, you look like a slob, you're going to attract that. Right. But if you're, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're taking care of yourself, you don't want to walk around with stains all over your clothes and look like a knucklehead. You want to, you want to present yourself. You were talking about okay. if you look like a uh, slob, you're going to attract slobs. You know, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, I hope that's not the only thing. So Christopher Quinn, the old dean um, from BCMT, came in and visited me in the spa. I didn't know he was coming to visit. And I thought, geez, do I owe you money? Why, why are you here? <laughs> and, so, and so he... Um, he, he's, he, you know, we're shooting the breeze, and he said, what are you doing at a spa, man? You have so many other uh, orthopedic skills and gifts. And he really inspired me, really, to kind of kick, because I was feeling a little down, you know, I came back home, and it's Boston, and, and but he really inspired me to kind of live my dream, really, you know. And um, it wasn't sh shortly thereafter that today. As I was working in the spa, I was just talking to folks, meeting people, and I opened up a little, uh, I rented a little room by the hour, and I just, one client at a time, I just built my, my clientele, 
and and I was under, and it just happened that way. And I've always been as busy as I wanted to be. I never had a problem with work because I always positioned myself with people that uh, you know I just would shoot the breeze, you know, and, and and work was always there. I never paid for anything like that at that time. I just met people and passed out business cards, and it was really a guerrilla marketing. That's the biggest thing: is just passing out business cards, putting up flyers, you know, giving discounts, getting people in the door, and just showing what I could do. And really, that's what it has come down to. And always studying. I've always studied something because if I don't study, I forget it. Like the next day, I'm not your best student. I'm, I'm sure you remember, but I would. I worked hard. I worked hard Damn. at it because I knew I needed it. So I was always coming from behind. I wasn't your. I wasn't your best student. I always have to study, and and um, and, and and that's basically it. And then one year in '07, you know, I, I'm busy. I'm booked up for weeks in advance. I have people that come on a weekly basis. I would tell people once a month minimum, and just being in the in, in the in the place that I was uh, in the location, you know, they say location, location, location. These people have money to spend, and and people care about their health for the most part. So I would have people come in, and then in '07, um, I got a letter from. There's a magazine here. It's called Boston Magazine, and it's um it's the biggest magazine in Boston. And they invited me to their annual best of party. Now I've been doing this a long time. I've never gotten a letter, and I I mentioned it to a couple of people. I said, "What's this?" And they said, "Well, we took you one best of Boston massage." Now I didn't have any employees. I didn't have. I was just on my two chiropractors. And the next thing I know, I I, I show up at the party and I'm greeted with a ribbon around my neck and they said, yeah, you won. And it was such a cool experience because I worked my ass off and um, I got to bring, bring my big brother who said, the best year ever going to do is kill bugs with me, you know, we'll go back in the military. I got to show him my life, you know, and say, hey, welcome to my place, you bastard. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we're, you know, we're greeted by these extremely beautiful women at this party. It's like, the people of, you know, it's, it's the party of the year, it's you know. The best and it's the Boston. Uh, I just it, wanted to repeat that again. This was the first time you won the best of Boston, right? First time, yeah. Best and it was, of Boston it was, massage therapy. That's huge. It's huge. It really is huge because I was turning away 30 to 40 massages a day. A day. Wow. A day. It was insane for me. And I had an online booking system. And all I could say on the on the voice um, recorder was, please book online, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that that online booking system and being able to process credit cards, I can't tell you. It was, yeah. it was huge. I, I started doing that eight years ago, and um, that really saved my butt. And it booked me out for almost a year, and you couldn't get an appointment with me for a year. Oh, my God. So you, had to, you had to get other employees in, didn't you? You were forced to. That, I was forced. That's exactly where it started. And what was beautiful, it was a gift. I was, I was either, I was really afraid of it because it was new. It was foreign and it was huge. It was bigger than I could even imagine. But I, I, I'm kind of risky and I'm like, all right, let's, let's try this out. I don't know what it's like to manage people. I'm kind of, I'm the massage attitude, you know, kind of blase, come in, do my Mm -hmm. thing. But I saw it as a gift and an opportunity. I just, I put a little ad out and I think it was Craigslist or with the, um, with the local schools, and I said, hey, I'm looking for one or two people, and, and that's how it started, and now I have 12 employees, and um, and it, that's a whole new adventure, believe me, for the oh, last yeah. four years. You've learned you know, about some management skills and, and what it's like to have employees. 
Yeah, it's been a struggle, but I tell you, I'm very grateful, very grateful for the opportunity. So every day I feel like that. I'm, even though, you know, it's like you said earlier in, the, in, uh, in our conversation, you're talking about taxes. Even though you got to pay all these taxes and all this business, I'm very grateful for the opportunity because, you know what, a lot of massage places around here have closed down in just the last year because of the economy. And, um, and we're actually growing, which is ridiculous. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm, it, it, it's awesome. And it really just starts, and I still do the guerrilla marketing. All my people ask me all the time. Because we'll go out to a restaurant, and the chef will come out, and, they, and they'll say, oh, no, it's on me. You know, and, and they're like, geez, how the hell do you do this? I can give the guy foot rubs for free. What do you, you know? <laughs> you know yeah, you take care of me, and I'll take care of you. It's very old uh, business uh, skills. That, That's how uh, it works. So, so uh, but that was the only. That wasn't the only time you won Best of Boston. No, um, but, you know, and in Boston, I've never seen it happen um, to somebody more than one, and and it happened again in uh, in '08, um, and, um, and then again in '09, and then um, I got runner up in '010, and I figured, you know, they got to give to somebody else some other time, you know, right, spread right. spread the wealth, right? But Three you know, and Three, three years in a row. Three and, years in a row. And in all the magazines in Boston in '09, which is really kind of cool. I mean, everyone thinks every every and and, and, and this is the success of the double-edged sword because people think I'm paying people off for all this stuff and I'm paying for advertisements. None of that. I haven't done any of that. Mm-hmm. None of that stuff. It just it's just what it is. You know, if you have a passion for it and you're a decent, you know, you're doing decent work, um, people like that and they want to reward you for that and it's really it, it, it's been good so now I have a I went from renting with two chiropractors um, I had you know I had a little little room maybe 10 by 10 and now I have a um, I have a 1500 square foot um, five room huge five rooms um, center right on the second block of Newbury Street which is um Considered the Rodeo Drive of, of Boston. Mm-hmm. And, is that um, where? Is that the location that where I was at? No, no, that's not Newberry Street. Newberry Street is like three blocks away. I basically stayed in the same area, right? So that's important too, because with yeah. all the all the this success and all the clients wanting to come in and see see me and hiring all these folks, I opened up three locations. I got a little too big for my britches. I was I was testing it out. I, other people wanted. You know, they want to ride the coattails of that advertisement as well, as long as your website's are like. So there's a lot of different business um, relationships that, that I've learned about. Like, I wouldn't get this education in Harvard, really. I mean, even if I did, you got to stand in the in the front lines and, 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 and uh, put it into practice, really. So I've right. learned a lot with all this, and, and it's really, uh, it's pretty cool. So I, with this economy, I really figured, whittle things down, have one large location. And I wanted it large because I wanted to start to teach people stuff because the people that I've been interviewing and hiring, I feel like the, the education is not as... The, the schools around here have, have taken away their hours from 1,000 hours to 750, a minimum of 500, which is really kind of lame, but it's the economy, I'm sure. And so Yeah, testing out, the wa- t- testing out new waters, you know, a lot of schools have done that. I don't know. There's yeah. a school that's been exempt from the uh, from the crunch because maybe we need to have you come back and teach some business classes and uh, straighten us out. You know, 
Can I say That's so funny? But I like that uh, gorilla um, business. Marketing. Um, gorilla marketing is the way to go. Now I'm catching your accent. Hold on one second. Uh, just a reminder, we're at massagepodcast.com, and you can come chat with us live during our recordings at www.massagepodcast.com or leave a text message for us at 303-656-9860. Or chat with us, um, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're talking live today, right now with Michael Moore, licensed massage therapist in Boston, Massachusetts. And um, go ahead and continue there and tell us that we were just finishing up wonderful year and you've got a place now that's big enough uh, for teaching, right? Because I'm supposed that's to be, right. I'm supposed to be coming out there to teach a class one of these days, right? I can't wait. It's good. Listen, I, I, you know, I am so excited, and I, I had Keith work. Keith was a, a student of yours, and also a teacher there. He came to work um, at More Massage, and it, I was so proud. It was really like I couldn't because I, I was able to show him firsthand what you guys taught me and what I did with it. It was really a, 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 a great time for me. Mm-hmm. I've made a million mistakes with a lot of different things, um, but I tell you, I just learned, you know, let it go, moving on, and, and doing what's right um, has been my motto, you know, with this, because I've learned with the whole management skill, that's a, that's a whole different animal, and, and, and it's not easy, but it's, it, it's definitely, um, um, it's, it's, it's needed if I, if I, if I want to grow. If I want to continue to grow, then I need to expand and keep an open mind, you know, and do the action and do the work. You know, it's, there are no free lunches. You have to, you have to put it in. And, uh, my, you know, my place, you know, I don't have a lot of money. Um, it's very expensive to be there. And so there was a lot of sweat equity putting it together. A lot of painting, a lot of putting things together. Um, you know, and, and it's really evolved. We actually just, uh, started, I just employed a acupuncturist. And, um, and a yoga, private yoga instruction. Um, and it's, and it's taken off. And another way that I've, um, um, that's helped business, you know, this is kind of like survival of the fittest right now. That's how I see it. And I'm sure you guys have heard of Groupon. And a lot of people don't like Groupon, um, because we're selling our goods for half. Um, but I'd rather have some work than no work, if you know what I mean. I'd rather have the energy of people coming in, new people, see what I can do, and, and, and keep that flow going than close my doors and feel sorry for myself. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so last year, I mean, we set a national record in Groupon sales, which was like, I think, 4400 and some change we sold in one day. So it's over $200,000 in sales in one day. It's for massage, and there's a client last year. So, it's you so know, crazy. It's so crazy. It's, it's wonderful. It's cool. There's definitely a drawback to it, but, you know, it's all about managing it and, um, you know, just keeping it going. Amazing, amazing story, Michael Moore. You're just a, a, a real a guy that, you know, you just can't keep you down. This is what happens. A lot of people will try different things in business. It doesn't work, and then they just, they do. They just walk away. They don't try again. And so, I mean, you, uh, if it didn't work, you just, you know, wipe yourself off and just get back up on the horse. And I think that's one of the most challenging things there is uh, to success. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, 
with injury. You know, I've been doing this for a bit, and so I've I've torn my wrist in a motorcycle accident pretty bad. And um, and I work with a lot. I work with pro athletes. I work with um, the you know the Boston Ballet. I work with a lot of different folks, and I had to alter my um, treatments. You know, and it's not like I'm sitting back, you know, doing paperwork. I I'm in the trenches. I'm a soldier in the field. I'm in there working it, and a, you know, minimum of five a day. Um, and running the business and raising two kids. I'm a busy guy. It's a little, it's a little crazy. You're a busy but, guy, but you th- um, yeah, you think you're going to be able to retire uh, before you're too old? Listen, I'm almost 39, buddy, but I have a lot of grades. I don't know if that means anything, but yeah, yeah. we'll see. 39, oh my goodness. Not yet. Oh, Not yet. Gosh. Not yet. No retirement yet, but I mean, you got yourself figured out to put money away, and um, you got a plan for an exit strategy here, because you know we can't keep going and going forever. No, you, no, I, and it, and I know that, and that's that's a daily challenge, you know, trying to figure all that stuff out as well. So um, I just really just try to keep it in a day, but also. I got my accounts today talking about taxes and putting money away and whatnot. And it's, it's just not easy trying to do it all, especially in this economy, trying to figure it all out. And, you know, you take a hit a little bit. And but, you, got, um, you got kids, you know, you got to always uh, put something away for them. That's right. They that's come, right. They come first. Yeah. Well, they say pay yourself first, but uh, then, you know, that's so you can be around to take care of your kids. That's right. All right. That's right. Well, it's a beautiful story. And I, uh, again, want to just to thank you so much for taking time out of your five, six massages a day now for many years. And, and, uh, yeah, it was, you know, we usually talk about, um, uh, give people a a tip of the day, you know, or some, uh, sometimes we talk about a a great new accessory that, um, is used in massage therapy, a tool of some kind or a tip of the day. Uh, you got anything on your mind that you want to leave people, um, a message about? Um, you know, I I just actually had a conversation with one of my uh, new therapists, and they, they were just so stuck in their head and in their own stuff, right? Like, the, and so I I said, are you? And, and, and their client came on. I said, so how'd that go? How how was that? And they said, well, you know, I was saying they weren't really my therapist. wasn't as present as I would have liked them to be, and um, I think, and I hate telling my telling on myself, my business over, but I think really, I you know, just moving on and saying, be present for, for for the client, really listen to what they're saying, you know, watch where their hands are going because they'll tell you even without telling you what the problem is, you know. So really listen to somebody because you know what they're there to pay you for a service, right? And and if you're so stuck and selfish in your own head, you know it's. They're not coming back. Yes. And you, might, and you might as well go kill some bugs for a living. So, you know, mm-hmm. really listen to somebody. Because, you know what, that's, what, that's, that's a rich life. To be able to do that, to listen to somebody and help somebody else out, that's huge. So I, I'm going to practice that today, and I hope everyone else does too. Okay, that's always good advice to get out of your head and to get into the massage where, where, where there's enough healing energy in that room where you both come out feeling better. I mean, right. most of the time, if I go in with a problem, I sure come out with a different attitude, and I feel like right. most problems, you know, uh, they, once you're in that space, nothing can get at you. So a lot of times your problem looks very small and different when you get back out of that room. 
and you see that look on your client's face and their smile and their attitude and their gratitude. Uh, 32 years now, I never get tired of that, and I think that's um, why I'm still in the game, Michael. Yeah, that's delicious. I love hearing that, Elaine. That's really great. I love that stuff. Anything else? Food for the soul. That's soul food, buddy. It's no, that's it. I'm food. just so glad that you guys uh, asked me uh, All right. to, to, to say this. And I can't believe that you've become successful. That's wonderful, Elaine. To hear that from you, I'm really, um, that means a lot. So I really appreciate that. Thank okay, you. buddy. Listen, um, we'll talk more and we'll set a date for coming down to teach a wonderful class. We're going to do some mannequin. We're going to do some uh, hands-on. We're going to do whatever you, your therapists need or want over there or your people out in Boston. We're going to rock their little Boston butts. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Okay. I, I can't wait. I look forward Thank to you. it, too. Thanks very much again. Take care, you guys. Thanks, yeah. Jorge. All right. Take Thank care. Bye-bye. Right now. All right. That was uh, Michael Moore, licensed massage therapist, Boston, Massachusetts. I mean, a really terrific fellow, don't you think? I mean, is just talking to him, you know, you have a good time and you feel better. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. I want to let you know that our next show will be April 28th. And at that time, we will have another fantastic, very successful male massage therapist named Nathan Butrin. Nate B., as we call him at the school. And I know a lot of you listening had him as a teacher. So please join us and uh, tune in for April 28th right here at the massagepodcast.com. Uh, Thank you. 